Close enough. Close, Close enough for rock, rock and roll. roll. Welcome back, everybody, <laughs> to that tattoo show, your weekly podcast thing where we talk about tattoo stuff every Sunday. Hello. We're making things up as we go along. I'm Chris. I'm Paul, as ever. I can't not say that. I told him not to say that. I'm like, you don't need to introduce us. They get to see us every week. It's like when you get conditioned to something. I'm institutionalised. It's bad enough not having the intro to lead yeah. up to, isn't it? It's like, shit, we're straight in. We don't get to ramble or anything. Yeah. But we, of course, this is exactly what we're doing. We're just rambling. Every Sunday. Uh, anyway, so this week... This Sunday. I've got a question for Chris to propose from a couple of the comments on the channel. Uh, that I've noticed, and I, and I said to him, we should have a chat about this. Oh. I think it was on one of your review videos, I think it was for the Flytex one, there was somebody asking you a bunch of questions about it. Now, how much is the Flytex one? Oh, it's over a grand, I think. Over a thousand pound tattoo machine. I think the conversation was, right, I, I, I'll be honest, I was, I'm honest with all my reviews, and this guy was chatting to me, and they were like, really brutally defending it, and I thought I was speaking to somebody who's, it's the same position as me, you know, like a tattoo artist, be tattooing for years and I've used multiple machines. And at the end of it, like, you know, they were like, oh, yes, yeah, my first machine. And I was just like, fuck. I, I think I know my shit when it comes to tattoo machines compared to somebody who's got their first machine, which is a Flight X1, which is fucking overkill, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Well, this was what I picked up on because Chris, Chris relayed the far ruder version of what he's just said to me. Uh, which is not for publication. <laughs> it weren't that fucking rude. Well, it wasn't that rude, to be fair. No more ruder than the way I normally speak. Not to be mean to that person, it's perfectly acceptable for you to have done all your research and get really excited about something. But my point, and what I said to Chris was, I think that is a completely and un utterly unnecessary purchase for somebody who's not even a tattooist yet. Who's this? The very first machine, which is going to be used on oranges and practice skin, and or if pigs. it isn't, you shouldn't be doing it. You know, I just think it's Pig absolute skin. overkill. Cheats like yeah. If you're not vegan, and a few, yeah. Practice skin is like the equivalent of like fake pig skin, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. For the vegans. The same week, I'd had a conversation with somebody asking me about what brother printer was the best for them. And so I, I did the same as Chris. I presumed I was talking to another, you know, professional tattooist and gave them all the, all the information of what they, they should do. And during the course of the, the brief exchange that we had, it became apparent that they are learning to tattoo at home. At which point I said, why on earth would you buy a device that is designed to be a labour saver for a professional in a commercial setting when you're practising on fake skin at home and really what you should be doing while you're doing that is learning how to hand stencil yeah we've talked about this a lot on the channel it's like you must learn to hand stencil because you never know when your thermofax or your printer is going to break down you've got to get can i add something as well yeah go on then you will not believe that this actually came up in conversation you also need to know and be able to distinguish the difference between a thermofax stencil machine and a thermal printer because there are some fucking idiots out there right yes that think a thermofax machine is a printer yeah it's not and can do 300 dpi fucking stencils no it's just basically a photocopier with a light bulb it's basically it. it's 150 dpi just in case you want to know which is half the half the resolution of the printer but if you're at home teaching yourself 
which you should know by now on the channel, we're not down on you for that, right? But you don't need... Can I add something? Yeah. I have to add something there, right? If you are, check your local laws and regulations because times are changing. Times are changing. I keep saying this in the UK, in Wales specifically. I don't know what they're going to do in England, but in Wales, if you are... Well, if you have any tattoo equipment in your house, you will be getting fined. Right. And that will then prevent you from becoming a legitimate tattooist. Ultimately, laws change around the world from country to country, state to state, uh, county to county, all of that sort of stuff. Check that you can do, that you know, that you can practice at home. I, you know, I would imagine in most cases, uh, practicing at home on practice skin, is, you're probably okay. But you might not be, so double check you can. But... The conversation that we got into was, should somebody like yourself, who's teaching themselves at home, use any of this stuff? Will you get any use out of it? Because half of the features there are designed for people that have been doing this yeah. a lot longer on human beings in a professional setting. And you just don't need to spend this money on your equipment. Now, but they're, they're required, don't they? Let me finish this section, right? Don't Before you butt in, because I can see you want to, let me just finish this, right? This is, I think, uh, this is a product of things like YouTube. Because I see it across the board with a lot of stuff, right? So I watch a lot of camera videos. I watch a lot of guitar videos, right? Because I'm interested in those two things. And I watch a lot of like music production and sound engineering videos. And if you read the comments, there are a lot of people there that really want to get into whatever it is that they're watching. They want to get into photography, music, all that That's stuff. And they just... They, they feel the need from watching all this stuff to run out and buy every single piece of equipment that is recommended. And in most cases, you know, if you've only just decided to become a vlogger and you're 16 or 17 years old, there is absolutely no need for you to buy a 1DX or a Sony A7. There, you're just not going to know what it does. You don't need that, like, you don't, if you want to learn to play the guitar, you don't need to run out and buy a PRS private stock, yeah. handmade, master-built guitar that costs thousands of pounds. You can buy a Squire Strat and learn on it and then and then just buy buy that once you're a professional touring muso. Do you reckon they have people, like, in the in the guitar ones being like, oh, what's the best plectrum to use, like... <laughs> I mean, in, in, <laughs> the thing is, it's not just tattooing and guitar. Everything's like that. I mean, there are in there are entire what's the best camera strap? That, that are, no, there's entire videos that are dedicated to what is the right plectrum for well, you and things like that. You know, and, and this is something that's like a, a pick is like. I don't know, you can buy a bag of them for 50p, that's not so, so much of a big deal. But if you're... That's my plectrum. Yeah, but if you're doing what we're doing, um, you know, like camera upgrades can be, you know, some camera upgrades can be £10,000 spend. A tattoo machine for over £1,000 and a printer that's £500 for somebody that's... That is it's pointless. That's just tattooing practice skin in their home You've no need to waste that money. It won't affect the speed or the quality of your learning because there's most of these things we talk about, you know, they're very straight and they reduce redness and, you know, and, and that is a factor for us working on real skin. But 
the practice skin doesn't go red. Yeah. <laughs> you know, instead of buying premium needles, which are very expensive and designed for professionals, you can buy much lower grade needles for use on practice skin yeah. because the practice skin won't, even if that needle is so badly produced that it looks like a, an old fork or something, this, that practice skin won't get red. Your shading might if look a bit though. lumpier, but at the point that you're learning, you're learning the, the motion You've got to learn the muscle memory yeah. first. It doesn't matter if you've never tattooed before. It doesn't matter what fucking cartridge I give you. You're not going to do smooth shading because you've never moved the tattoo machine in that way yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah. But what I was going to say was, if you did want to buy top quality cartridges, you can use our discount code at Cheyenne's website and uh, get ten percent off. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> what we're ultimately getting at is, if you're if you're a beginner and you're getting started in this and you, you are under the impression that you need any of the equipment that people like me and Chris use, you don't. So that's why on this channel, Chris does review much more affordable kits. That's not for, they're not generally for professionals because we'll look at them and they're just not powerful enough or they're not, um, they're not straight enough. They're, they're just not as good as what we need because we're tattering people like real people that have got to wear this forever and we can't afford that kind of thing, right? Because we've got another human being's body to think about. And there but is a you, difference as well. There is a massive there is difference. A, there is a massive difference, but but not in the first two weeks of you tattooing. No, not no, in no, the first no, yeah, year no, I, I get that. To tattoo. What, what I'm saying is there is, you know, when, when people always say like, oh, there's no difference between this and them, there fucking is a massive difference. Like, oh, there's a, there is a massive difference, but um, you will, you that difference, you won't feel until you've learnt all of the fundamentals on practice skin and you, you've, you know, and then you've progressed into a shop and used professional machines that generally, you know, the people that run the shop will lend you, uh, you know, a lower model, that, you know, because we've, like, it, every tattooist is the same as me and Chris. They reach behind them and there's a fucking graveyard of tattoo machines in a drawer behind them. Um, particularly Chris, because he reviews them. He needs three drawers these days. But it's... You know, with with all that stuff, you don't need to do that. So I, they keep getting stolen by the guys I work with. <laughs> what we're trying to get across to you is, we don't want to add to to this feeling that you're inadequate if you don't have a thousand pound tattoo machine as a beginner, because you're not. You're not going to get any benefit from it. And what you should do is save your money, buy yourself some cheaper equipment, and only use it on practice skin. Just use it for the period of time until you're comfortable with the machine and you're starting to get results. And then, hopefully, when you transition to becoming a professional tattooist and working on skin, then you can, during that period, you can save your money for the day that you do your, you know, your first job in a shop, right? And then you can get yourself a really good setup, right? Because it's not gonna make a great deal of difference to your learning. For instance, I like to think that I'm a reasonably good professional tattooist. I learned to tattoo with two machines that were 70 pounds for the pair. On, and I, and that's, th those were my machines. I didn't tattoo people with them because they, I think they were made out of old Coca-Cola cans. <laughs> I had a knocked off, I had a knocked off Chinese ES200 knockoff power supply that was, you know, from some dodgy website somewhere. But that was enough to get me started and get me the, the kind of muscle memory that I needed. So you, you don't need to buy this stuff. You don't need to feel that 
you know, your journey won't be correct if you don't, don't learn on a thousand pound machine. In exactly the same way that if you're a musician, just because you've got a Gibson Les Paul doesn't mean that you're suddenly going to be able to play like Joe Bonamassa. It doesn't work that way. You know, you work your way up to that stuff. All right, then. So Get the gear when, when you're ready for it. Don't buy it now because you're wasting your money and I don't want us to be responsible for you wasting your money. That's what I'm just trying to get across to you. So then, on that note, what would you recommend to be somebody's first tattoo machine? Right, so there's a couple of options here. <clears throat> and so I, I personally, right, you could, option one for me would be go onto Amazon and buy an entire kit you know, of a mast or a bronc or something like that with, with a bunch of needles and a bunch of inks and all that sort of stuff and use that on practice skin only. Now, that's, you're going to throw that entire kit away when you become a tattooist. So I prefer option two of finding a company that make world-class thousand pound tattoo machines for professionals like me that have a lower range of machines that are much more affordable that you can use while you're learning and then will see you all the way into your first couple of years of being a you know an, a, an apprentice tattooer or a younger tattooer you know so my my option would be buy a Cheyenne spirit and then when you become, uh, when you know, if, if you've got a bit more money, add to that a Cheyenne Thunder. Now, I think, I don't know how much these machines are, but I, th I think they're only a few hundred pound each. So you can buy both of them for half the price of your average wireless pro machine today. They're not wired. They're not wireless. They're wired. Do you need the power supply and everything. You need. They, they, you, I would say get disposable grips and I need power. And uh, you need a power supply as well. Then. Realistically, you don't even need a disposable grip. You just buy a new grip when you start tattooing humans and throw that one away, or yeah, throw yeah. it in an autoclave. You know what I mean? You'll be yeah. in a shop, throw the thing in an autoclave, and 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 you'll be fine. So I'd have, I would suggest Cheyenne Spirit, Cheyenne Thunder, the li the the little power supply that they make that I can't ever... Is it a P... The, the little one that I've got, the P, PU4. PU4, which is a really basic power supply, but it's a really solid little supply. I think they're only like a couple of hundred quid and you're all good to go. The only thing I wouldn't do is buy the Cheyenne safety carts because they're really expensive because they're for people like me. You could buy craft cartridges because they're a bit more affordable or you could buy like really cheap carts. The only problem with the really cheap carts is you do run the risk of blowing... The cartridge out and yeah. you know putting ink all the back of the machine which will kill that, your machines. That, that, yeah, if you're not tackling people, that doesn't matter. So, I would, I I would. If it depends on what you want to do, because not everyone wants to go down the cartridge route. So, I I think what I was thinking earlier on is like the first machines that I had. The one that I used the most was a Mickey Sharp's hybrid. The Mickey Sharp's hybrid, which is uh, you can one. line with it, you can shade with it, you can color pack with it, you can, you can do everything. I've got to change my chair, man. Did you hear that massive whoopee cushion? Shh, yeah. it's so full of air when I stand up. So that's it. If you know, it's a nice machine. I'll hold it up so it's out my face. I think I think the price of them, the price of them is really affordable still. And I think with that, you, I, I, I think. Like what, starting 100 off, quid now? 100, 120 quid, something like that. Something like that. Like, but I think you can you can line with that. You can shade with it. Um, it's solid. It's it's an amazing machine. I could I could go downstairs and do a tattoo machine with that 
I could do a tattoo with that right now if I could find a clip cord, which I don't know as I'd be able to find a clip cord in the shop these days. But I'd still, I mean, that was that and um, you know, a Pulse Executive were were the two machines that I was using the day I quit coils and went onto rotaries. Th those were the machines I was using then, and I did first few years of my career with coil, all with coil machines. You know, loved them. Now the other. Still do actually. Another another option I would say, which is affordable, is Rotary Works, which is a UK based company. Fucking brilliant machines. They, they're Absolutely solid. fucking brilliant. They're solid. Yeah, they are monsters. They make and my favourite machine that they make, when I spoke to the guy that makes them, the last time I spoke to him, my only complaint about it, do you remember they had one machine where the back of the machine used to right dig into your hands? Yeah. It was rubbing well, fucking. They've yeah. listened to people like me going, man, you got to do something about that. It really digs in the back of my hand. It's actually rounded off now. And so I picked one up when I was in Brighton when I was chatting to him. And I was like, oh, mate, that's super comfortable. Road, you can do a lot worse than Rotary Works machines. They're so, really, yeah, really good. Rotary Works, like, I just feel like they're. They, they they give you that traditional feel if you want to go down and you can again it, it's more affordable then because you can buy disposable tubes you can buy the needle cost is cheaper for you as well and I think you can learn a lot more about tattooing if you're using something like you know standard needle bar setup and uh, and, and using a coil and that type of rotary yeah the other option like Paul said is is looking at like um something like a spirit just because they're cheap. They're really good machines. They're cheap. I would I would start with the Spirit. The Spirit's a really good all-rounder machine. The only thing that you might find as you go along, once you start getting into bigger liners and power lines and stuff, um, you you really do need the thunder then to start pushing the pushing the big lines about and everything, don't you? But other than it'll get the job done. You know what I mean? And I mean I did. Oh man, I had, I used to, I travelled for probably five six years with nothing but two spirits in my machine bag. You know, the first time you used a spirit, you borrowed it off me. Yeah. You know, I had a red one and a silver one, and I found them absolutely fine. It's just that if, you, if you're doing a style that requires a lot of lining, a lot of line work, then you might... You, you, need, you need a longer stroke, like, yeah. Yeah, you do need a longer stroke for that. Um, but you can't... You know, what you got to remember is when you, if you're buying them, 10 years ago, they were pro machines. You know, you get, you're buying a 10-year-old pro machine, you know, and they're brilliant. They're still pro machines, man. But no, what I'm saying is like, I think the reason why I'm saying getting like a hybrid as well is because it's a lot more forgiving lining with a coil than lining with a rotary. Yes. Definitely start off, and then once you're confident, then move move over to rotaries if you want to move over. Yeah, but like for us, it was a little bit different because we learned on our mates where, you know, you know, you, you've, you've instantly got that you can't mess it up type of thing. But if these yeah. guys are learning on practice skin, even if a machine is a bit unforgiving, after a little while, your your work will improve. And actually, in yeah, some instances, if though. a machine if a machine's really unforgiving, it does show up all your flaws. So you know what you've got to work on, right? You know, it, sometimes that's not a bad thing to have a very unforgiving machine, you know, because it makes you a better tattooist. Yeah. I think as well though, like once you once you switch over to skin, it doesn't matter how much you've been practicing on practice skin. As soon as you switch over to a person, oh, yeah. different kettle of fish, and I think that's where you can transitions. Yeah, because like obviously, if you're learning in the house, if you're teaching yourself to tattoo, you don't know what the correct needle depth is. You're just fucking smashing into a bit of latex. Do you mean? Sounds fucking wrong, that is. Uh, so then, when you come to actually tattooing skin, if you if you've been practicing with the wrong needle depth for fucking ages. 
you're going to cause more damage with a coil with a, with a rotary machine than you would with a coil machine. Yeah, and hundred percent. Absolutely. At this barbecue that we had the other week, yeah, me the, and Chris were laughing <laughs> because we were chatting with a few friends who were also in the tattoo industry, and we were we were laughing about our first tattoos because your first tattoo is always on you because no one will volunteer. Oh, my fucking three liner, which is like fucking. That we thing. were looking at lives. Both me and Chris have got tattoos that we did on ourselves years and years and years ago that looked like they were done. The lines looked like they were done with like a spread eleven round shader, and both of them of us did them with a three. Liner. I mean, they're just absolutely horrific. Mate, what so mine? I'm that's looking at mine now. If you think you're terrible, don't worry, you'll get better. <laughs> Eventually. I'm looking at mine now. Don't lose hope. And it, it does. It looks like it was done with a fucking, uh, like a 21 fucking liner, like. <laughs> Massive yeah. liner. Mine is, mine is so bad that I look at it and go, why on earth did you do a second tattoo? Because everything about that tattoo tells you that you've got no aptitude for this job whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, going back full circle now, like, I think what we're trying to say is if, it's, if you're looking to buy your first tattoo machine, don't fucking spend a grand on your first tattoo machine. Get something nice, cheap and affordable. We will put links to the machines that we think are good like a rotary works uh mickey shops hybrid and things like that check them out and you know there's, there's stuff on amazon you could probably get as well i wouldn't recommend much room for lining maybe the bronc one that i tried that, that All right. yeah you can get it done you can get it done they're okay i mean they'll do you for, they'll do you for learning but if you want something that you can keep into the the first few years of your tattooing career then you'd be better off with the other other options in our opinion i think you know i'd, I'd rather have something that was at least you know made by the industry for the industry a little bit you know um because i just think you'll get a you'll get a better idea of what your flight x1 or your unio is going to feel like when you buy it because it's you know, if you buy a Rotary Works or a Cheyenne or a Mickey Sharps, you're buying a pro machine that's really affordable. Don't waste your money on all of the bells and whistles that people like me and Chris appreciate, but you won't you won't appreciate them because you haven't started tattooing yet. It's, you know, oh, yeah. You're not like, less than us. Like, I'm not saying you're less than us. I'm just saying you're less experienced. You know what I mean? A lot of the features are designed for us as pros. Why would you want to have, right, digital needle depth adjustment, adjustment when you're tattooing a piece of fruit like also, why would you have digital needle depth adjustments if you don't know what depth the needle's supposed to be? How, how, it doesn't matter which way you adjust it. You don't, know, you don't know how to adjust it. You've got to persevere and practice, right? So with that, I hope we've saved you some money and we hope we've given you some hope and some direction. Um, save your money, wait till you're not practicing on practice skin and spend your money on the, the gear for the humans, you know what I mean? And this has been That Tattoo Show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the notification buttons and all that stuff to keep up to date with everything that we do. Hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday, guys. We'll see you next time. Take care. Enjoy your dinner. Ooh.